Hello, and welcome to ROE 17 Pod. My name is Molly Allen, and I am the Assistant Regional Superintendent of Schools for ROE 17. Today on the pod, our guest is Dr. Julia Osler, the Director of the Challenger Learning Center at Heartland Community College. Welcome, Julia. For our listeners who are not familiar, can you please explain to us what the Challenger Learning Center is and what you offer? Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me here today. Excited to get a chance to talk about our center and all the happenings that go on here. We always like to joke that we are one of the hidden gems in the Bloomington Normal community. So it's great to be able to get information out there to our teachers that might not have had a chance to come to our center before, and especially for newer teachers just starting out their profession to give them some ideas of different opportunities they could bring to their classrooms with them. So before I talk about what we do at our center, I always try to phrase it too around why we do what we do. So with STEM especially, we know by looking at all the research, all the data, we know that students at a young age, they tend to lose confidence in STEM really young, as early as fourth grade. And they never phrase it as, I'm not smart enough to do STEM. What we hear from them, what the research shows is they say, I can't do STEM. And they decide really early on if they can or if they can't. So working with our national office, as well as Heartland Community College, is designing experiences that put students in an immersive setting where they get to apply STEM in a way that they don't even know they're applying it. And they walk out with that light bulb moment of, whoa, Did I just do that? So what happens? Students will come for a full day experience with us and they'll start their morning in our discovery lab and we put them in the roles of a NASA researcher or a NASA engineer, depending on the grade level. And we have made different experiments that are based off of real NASA experiments. So the same problems that NASA is trying to figure out, we take those same scenarios and we bring them down to the appropriate grade level And then we have the students do a hands-on experiment to try to figure out the solution. What we love about this is that there is no solution because NASA is also still trying to work on what the solution is. And we tell the students that. So that anxiety of, well, what's the right answer? What should I be finding? We tell them it's okay because NASA doesn't even know what they should be finding yet. So it just relieves all that anxiety and it gives them a chance to really explore experiments with equipment that they might not have access to in the classroom, different technologies that could be new for them, but give them a different way to be thinking about how to solve a problem. And we also have them work in team groups. So that way they get to work on those soft skills because no scientist gets gets to work alone at NASA. So again, they're working on all these critical thinking skills, all those really great cooperative team building skills for their morning session. And at the end, they take their data and we just say, well, what can you conclude? And at that point, their imagination kind of goes a little bit wider because again, we tell them NASA hasn't figured this out. So we encourage them to think about what have you found? What can you conclude? And now how can you apply that? What do you want to do next? And it's just a conversation and you just see the anxiety melt away. And at that point we've established what well, you can do STEM. He just did it as an engineer for two hours. Then they take their lunch break, they come back again, and then the afternoon, we set up a immersive experience where they undergo simulated astronaut training. So astronauts, before they can go into space, they have to do 300 hours on these computer simulators that run them through different complications, emergencies, and how to do the experiments aboard the International Space Station. 
So the students all take on a different role. So we have everything from life support, navigation, medical, um, geology, and they get a chance to go board the space station and do these experiments. And again, we are making it hands-on and immersive. So the astronauts do the same exact thing that you're about to do. And the anxiety just melts away because who doesn't want to spend the afternoon training to be an astronaut? What we love about this is that the students are all at those different stations, but they're doing a different area of STEM. So navigation, for example, they are in one scenario trying to find a pathway to meet up with a comet. So that's their kind of mindset. We need to figure out what way to kind of direct the ship to get to the comet to find everything in time. What they don't know is they're doing a little bit of geometry. So we don't tell them you're gonna do two hours of geometry problems. We say you seem to find a path to the comet and then that confidence just comes out because they're able to apply it to a real situation, to a problem, work together with their team and find those connections. And every team is working on a different area of STEM. So we have everything from one team is looking at anatomy and physiology, another team is looking at engineering and robotics. We have another team looking at plant biology. So there's all these different fields. So for teachers, as they're preparing their students, they're able to go through all the roles and assign different students to different stations, either based on where they think that student's passion might be. Maybe it's where that student, they know they're the least confident. So they can put them in that situation and give them that chance to build that confidence or just where they think, you know, they're going to be a great fit for this role and just have so much fun with it. But either way, everyone walks away completing the mission, having mission success. And again, they now leave. A lot of them come with that kind of free, I guess you can call it um, free perception, <laughs> perception of, well, I'm just not good at science. And we just say, well, you just did it for about five hours and you just crushed it. And you are now doing astronaut training. You can do what the NASA engineers did. And they walk away going, yes, I can. And that's the biggest difference that we see. That's amazing. Thank you, Dr. Osler. Could you tell us how do students get those opportunities you described to come to the Challenger Learning Center? Absolutely. So we host field trips for grades five through eight throughout the school calendar year. Um, we are open for any teacher within District 540 and beyond to just give us a phone call and then walk you through the booking process. For our teachers, we do offer different scholarship opportunities. Um, that's all based on the number and percentages of students on the free and reduced lunch programs at the school. So we're always happy to have those conversations with the teachers as well, as far as eligibility for those and then what that would be um, kind of discount then for their schools. That's fantastic. I know you also offer professional development for teachers. Can you tell us more about those opportunities and the workshops you have available? Yeah, absolutely. So our teacher professional development series, we were really excited last year. Um, we were able to connect with the nonprofit Kidwind and they offer different professional development workshops to help teachers find ways to bring curriculum on renewable energies into the classrooms that are hands-on and immersive, which is what we strive to do here. So we've got a great partner, um, Mike, that's been working with us to put together different PD workshops. So we had one last spring that focused on wind energy. And then what's great about the organization is they're able to not only train the teachers on curriculum 
and how to bring that into the classroom, keeping it NGSS aligned, but then also giving teachers the supplies to do this in their classrooms as well too. We just had our professional development workshop on solar panels. So again, always kind of keeping it on those like, you know, state standards and making sure how everything's getting aligned, of course. And then how can you bring it into the classroom that's meaningful and engaging for the students? So we're looking to have our next PD session. We've got a few that we're hoping to come up in the fall to prepare for a student event that we're gonna be hosting on February 6th. It's gonna be our Kid Win Challenge. What's gonna happen is teachers will be able to work with us and work with KidWind and we can send supplies to the schools and then your students can build a wind turbine and then come and compete at um, our conference center here on Heartland Community College's campus and actually test the wind turbine and see how their turbine holds up. And then it's a whole day for the students. So not only do they get to test their wind turbines, they get to participate in other little mini experiments, hear from some of our college students and learn about Heartland's renewable programs. So it's just a fun day where the kids can start to, again, not only see STEM in action, but see their creations in action and talk to other students that have similar maybe goals or interests, or maybe these are students that have never even thought about designing a wind turbine and just want to take a stab at it and then find out, wow, that was really fun. So just a place for them to kind of come and get together and then little mini experiments for them to try during the day, just again, build up their STEM confidence and then just hear from some of the older students that we have on campus of if this is really something that they've been you know, digging after building these turbines, how would I turn this into like a larger maybe career or work plan or something like that? So February 6th, our goal for that one, so we'll be sending out different promotional materials too. So we always encourage teachers, please like our Facebook page. Um, that's the best way we put a lot of information on there. And then if there's any ever questions about what PD workshops we have coming up, they are always free to call us, email us, and we can give you all those dates as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Osler. I appreciate your time today. And it's such a wonderful resource we have in our community for our schools and teachers and everyone. It's I know my own kids have gone to some activities there. And when I was a principal, students coming on field trips, it really is an amazing one-of-a-kind experience there. So we're excited to share the story and look forward to the Challenger Learning Center continuing to grow in our area. Awesome. Thank you so much again for having me. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of ROE 17 Pod. To learn more about ROE 17, please visit www.roe17.org or follow us on our social media channels. ROE 17 Pod is produced and edited by Victoria Padilla. We hope that you join us for our next episode.